0: And what we're doing is we collect these digital footsteps and reconstruct the processes automatically. So that means you can see as an end user how do all the orders, all the production orders, all the invoice and all that stuff is flowing through your entire company.
1: Drake Analytics is a BI and AI consulting firm that helps organizations become more data driven with strategic use of data. In this episode, we have the pleasure of sharing a conversation between Per Malmlob, co-founder of Drake Analytics, and Konstantin Wemschulte, product manager, NPM process mining at Meerwerk. They talk about how we can achieve process transparency with digital footprints and how ClickSense is a perfect match for making this reality.
2: Konstantin Wemschulte, Product Manager, MPM, Process Mining at Merwerk GmbH. Welcome to Drake Talks. We are so glad that you could take your time to join us in this podcast. Konstantin, uh, please describe a short background. Who is Konstantin Wemschulte?
0: Yeah, hi, Pia. Thanks for having me in your great podcast. Um, yeah, my name is Konstantin. I'm working for Merwerk for more than uh, 10 years now. And... Um, yeah, I started uh, working as a working student here, and um, my my role is to provide process mining to our customers. And um, yeah, I, I studied business engineering in Karlsruhe, so it's a small town in, in Germany. And um, my topic was always to combine data analytics and business, kind of business process management. And I mean, uh, when I when I saw process mining, and and we, I think we will talk about that later. I directly got in love because it's a perfect combination of both things and both skills. And yeah, that's that's me and uh, what I'm doing.
2: Yeah, I also admire how,
0: how process mining and Qlik works together.
2: Just uh, some g- quick words about your role. What, what do you do in your day-to-day work at Merrick?
0: Yeah, so I'm uh, responsible for NPM process mining. Um, that means I'm... Um, responsible for our product team but also for um, consulting implementation at our site and i'm I'm also supporting in a cross-functional way the sales and pre-sales team um, so that's that's more or less uh, everything what i'm doing and uh, yeah my day-to-day work depends a le- little bit so <clears throat> for example today we had a, a release meeting in the morning where we are talking about the the tickets and the things that we are Uh, Working on for our actual release uh, together with the product uh, owners and product managers Um, But then I have also days where I'm doing workshops with our customers for example for building prototypes Um, We call it seeing is believing workshops and uh, of course we we have um Workshops where we are um, discussing the scope and uh, possible use cases to to build some kind of use case pipelines So it's it's really interesting. I like it very much um, as it is a it is a really um, broad perspective that I have and um, I'm dealing with very Different and very inspirational people and and teams here and that's yeah what I'm doing
2: Mirak has developed this groundbreaking product for process mining based on the click platform uh, and you're taking significant landmarks as we speak, and Drake Analytics is uh, is very proud to be a partner to you. Uh, please, please take us through this journey. How did all this start?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think like like often um, when you look back, it seems so clear. Um, but when you are in the middle of this, uh, how it's happening, it's at the end, not that planned. So, so um, what we did, and maybe I started in the beginning of, of Merwerk. It's it's a it's a hard word in English, uh, but it's a very German word. But um, when we started with Merwerk, <clears throat> our idea was to support enterprises um, more independently from big uh, vendors like SAP, for example, um, to support them with add-ons and with smart solutions to optimize their uh, operational processes. Yeah. And we, in in 2009, we saw there's a big demand in uh, business analytics and we identified Click as um, a product, which is on the one hand, really, really powerful, um, really, really um, cutting edge technology, but on the other hand, really user friendly, easy to use. And our um, philosophy, when we are working with software tools, and I mean, our history is that we didn't even develop our own software tools, but our philosophy was always that the solutions um, bring a value to the customer and at the end to the end user who has to work with that kind of software. And uh, in 2009, we started our partnership with uh, Click, and uh, yeah, we did some kind of uh, transformation uh, when you look back, because uh, we didn't even, even have our own consultancy. We just did um, selling of licenses. Um, and in top 2012, we started building our own uh, consultancy and some kind of um, center of excellence um, Yeah, team uh, who, who has lots of uh, skill uh, click skills. And... Yeah, then in 2016, we saw, or in fifteen, we saw this topic of process mining rising up. And um, it, it is something, or it was something really specific, something really technically. And there were already, honestly, some dedicated solutions that provided process mining. And when we looked at these kind of solutions, I mean, we are we were an independent um, provider for software tools. We, we looked at them and we thought very much of this software solutions is at the end based on bi and data analytics and we thought why should we provide our customers a second tool um, when they already have something like click in their portfolio in their in their enterprises uh, where they are really happy with and um, then we we did some um uh, some kind of sandbox development with uh, some students and also with uh, our click consultants and we saw that it could be possible to integrate that in, in click. Um, and the, the interesting thing is in the in the first weeks and months we saw really big successes. Um, but uh, at the end it took us I think more or less two years to build an enterprise product out of it. And it, and it is really complex and really um technically to have that um uh, in a performance way, a performant way to to build in a click. Yeah, but that's that's how we started and, and how it began. Yeah. For
2: someone that hasn't heard about process mining before, uh, can can you please explain a bit what what it's all about? And also, if you, what, what is your elevator pitch for, yeah. for 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 the reason
0: why MPS MPM is such a useful tool for process mining? Yeah, I mean, when you hear these both words processes or process and mining, it sounds really complicated, right? And uh, I think that's that might be one of the reasons why people are not that open minded when they hear about it. Um, And then it's a little bit, you have to explain it a little bit, um, but when they get it, they are really impressed. Uh, So what process mining does is to reconstruct automatically uh, processes within IT systems. For example, you have an IT system like an ERP system where um, orders are processed, where production happens where where you have invoices that are being processed and all that stuff and all these things all these activities within these it systems are generating digital footsteps um, like log files and all that stuff and what we're doing is we collect these digital footsteps and reconstruct the processes automatically so that means you can see as an end user how do all the orders all the production orders or the invoice and all that stuff it's flowing through your entire company and uh, that's automatically i mean we don't have to model the processes we can just um after an implementation uh, we can just press the button reload everything and have it more or less in real time to see how this happens and that's the idea of process mining and um, you can even use that for non-business processes um like uh the, the migration authorities in Norway which, uh, who are using it for the, the re- refugee registration process. So it's a, a, as soon as you have a workflow system or something in place where a, a process happens in an IT system, you can use that kind of technology. Yeah.
2: Very interesting. And I also recognize that, as you described, before we had this kind of technologies, mm-hmm. at least when you would, would like to model or view a, a process in Click, mm-hmm. you need to write a lot of code yeah. to yeah. take into consideration all cases, all all the twists yeah. and turns yeah. you could take in the process. And yeah. that's a great benefit in NPM to speed up the, the development time.
0: Yeah, right, I mean, it's interesting because uh, we, are not, we, we are often talking about lead times, of course, when we think about process mining as we have the end-to-end transparency. And of course, lead time—it's just a quick win for us, as we have all this granularity, granular information inside. Um, and when I think back to two thousand nine, two thousand ten, whatever—I mean, measuring lead times is really an old, old thing, right? I mean, you even did it in the eighties or whatever uh, since databases exist, I think. Uh, but you always had to, could only measure between two timestamps. And now we have every single step available, and the user can decide by him by his own which uh, different points he want to measure and where he even wants to see how the deviation is running. Um, so this is the second thing beside all the coding, or all the calculation. We have a visual feedback to see how does the deviation occurs and where are bottlenecks within our processes. and that's the big value. And the big benefit that we have when using process mining. Yeah, yeah.
2: and that, that that's super interesting. And uh, well, we are touching uh, value and, and transparency and so on. Can you please share some some more examples of different? You, you mentioned before that you can read in production order uh, invoices and all of that. Can, can you uh, can you please share with us some more ways of getting value in terms of process mining and use cases and 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 also what you think about process transparency and why, why that's so, so, so important topic.
0: Yeah, so, so from a general perspective, um, we see that process mining, it's at the end, a toolbox that can be used in really different fields of applications. And um, from a general perspective, of course, it's used within um, topics like operational excellence. When we are thinking about process um, performance, speed, quality, lead times, and all that stuff, like many lean initiatives are dealing with for tens of years. Um, but another very interesting thing is that we see that companies, especially in these times, are changing their business models uh, to to um, yeah. At the end bring the kind of digitalization into their business model. And I'll give you an example. One of our even joint customers is Siemens Healthineers, and they are using MPM to analyze um, how the scans within computer tomographs are working. And of course, you might think this has nothing to do with the business model, but when you think about it, Siemens started to not classically sell their computer tomographs in in a typical investment way. Um, they are um, having a business model in place now where they are um, charging their customers by, the, by each scan he is doing, right? So, it's important for Siemens to, to make sure that the scanners are working properly, that they are really fast because the more scans they can do, they, the, the happier they are. And this is just one example how process mining influences uh, the business models. And, of course, the third thing is everything that has to do with process management, classical way like process business process management business uh, process documentation all that stuff and we are seeing in germany especially that uh, companies are more and more thinking about their process governance how do the processes within the it systems fit to the model processes and we have some really powerful conformance checking for example where we can compare the target processes with the as-is processes and automatically um, analyze where are these deviations coming from yeah? and uh, making it concre- concrete or giving some examples as I mentioned it's a toolbox but of course when we're looking at classic business processes everybody knows that avoiding cash discount losses in accounts payable is a key topic and we're having tons of BI dashboards that are providing this kind of information how much is the cash discount loss. But you are never able to understand where does it come from so what is the reason and with process mining for example we can see how do approvals of the invoices influence the 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 the, the payments which leads then to the the cash discount losses or not cash discount losses and this then leads to a better approval strategies and all that stuff. Yeah? And there are many examples. This can influence supply chains when we are looking at um, replenishment processes, um, production. I mean, yeah, that's the that's, that's nice thing. We are dealing with many different processes in many different verticals and industries as well. So we have customers in banking, in finance, in insurance companies, but also, of course, uh, manufacturing, automotive supplier, everything cross functional. And that's the great thing yeah, how you can bring value yeah. inside.
2: Yeah, it's super interesting to hear about, especially the the the, the possibility to uh, drive new business models by by process mining. Very, extremely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what yeah. would you say? Uh, you, you touched it before. Uh, the click and process mining is a great combination. And can you please elaborate that a bit more? And also mm-hmm. perhaps share the story about mm-hmm. Deutsche Bahn that I know purchased MPM mm-hmm. and, and got got Click o- on the go, so to speak. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah when you when you look at process mining i mean it's based on data right so we are using um data to reconstruct these uh, processes and when you look at bi, BI dashboards um, like click you see that 90 95 percent of the data sources are the same that you that you are using i mean we are we are needing some additional information, but it's based in the same databases. And on the other hand, when you look at your processes and when you imagine using NPM, you can reconstruct the processes, it's really important to combine these processes with the business KPIs as you need to know what are the processes you should um, focus on. I mean, when you look at the process um, analyzers, how we call it, we can visualize, uh, I don't know, a thousand process variants But nobody would discover the the interesting ones. And therefore, it's important to mix mix this up with the business KPIs, like the order volume, um, like um, the cash discount losses, as I told before, uh, to see, okay, when I have processes with high cash discount losses, to have this kind of um, combined analytic. And uh, that's why we are in the meantime talking about, uh, about enterprise performance intelligence as we are delivering, together with Click this kind of end-to-end uh, platform, and we see that, and this is a big USP, that within the process mining projects, um, not everything, but lots of the uh, effort is in data acquisition, uh, data validation, and at the end, s- skills and stuff that is... St- exactly the same as we are needing it for um, bi projects and that's the nice thing i mean we are big fans of the click platform uh, we are think it's the 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 and it has a reason why it's the, one of the best or the best um, bi platform in the world and having that capability to combine it with process mining is really key and at the end um and you talked already about deutsche bahn i mean it's the the big railway company in germany that was at the end the reason why Deutsche Bahn decided for NPM, as they understood um, that process mining is way more than only reconstructing processes. Uh, at the end, it's it's successful when you have a platform that is able to integrate easily, which click offers. It's it's great to have this kind of combination. I talked about, and at the end, to have this um, user-friendliness when you provide it to the end user. That they can even easily do self-service and bring their own ideas and creativity into the application into the software because they are the users with the domain knowledge. They know their processes way better than we do or even than the IT department does. And um, yeah, that's the that's the reason why they did that. And as you mentioned before, and that's really interesting. They the, this kind of department within Deutsche Bahn. Um, had no idea what what is Click, and uh, they didn't even know Click before. They heard of it, okay, but they never used it. And now they are really big fans. How uh, of Click, and they are using it for lots of different use cases. And the Deutsche Bahn use cases are really interesting. I mean, it's it's starting from analyzing the ticket booking process uh, up to hire to retire HR uh, processes and maintenance. And I don't know. Uh, it, as you can imagine, they have lots of processes. I mean, I think they have more than two hundred thousand employees. So uh, lots of processes happening within their company. Yeah. That, that's a big
2: company, and that's a, it's a very interesting story. Uh, you, you, mm-hmm. touched, uh, you, you touched you uh, touched success factors uh, before. What, what did you, what do you find most important when delivering process mining projects? Can, can you please elaborate a bit on on this key success fa- factors to to, yeah. to to deliver a good product?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, product and t- tech is is one important thing, but um, our experience is that it's even more important to think about the people Uh, which means um, when we are talking about process mining we are talking about process transparency and especially one of the big usps when doing process mining is that uh, you are able to analyze the end-to-end process which means we are able to analyze cross-functional how the processes run and it's still the case that companies are more organized in in functional department-oriented organizational structures. And one of the, and that's why I mentioned it, one of the most important uh, success factors is that to to bring all these different stakeholders within these processes on the table, on the same table and uh, talk with them so that they that they have the same basis i mean with process mining that's the big advantage we have a data-driven approach so so when they are talking with each other they are able to have the same baseline information uh, how the processes run but that's really one of the biggest key success factors um to have all the um, relevant people inside and um Honestly, I think we had in the history we had one project that failed, Um, not more, but we had one. And the reason why it failed was not a technical reason, it was not a performance reason. The reason was uh, that the organization uh, wasn't able to adopt it and they didn't want to have the transparency. Um, And that was uh, a culture and, and organizational company specific thing. So that's really, really important. And of course, you need to have a good scoping so um when you want to start with process mining you should uh, ha- make a short list of the processes where you want to start with as there are so many processes normally um it's good to 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 um segregate a little bit and to have i mean normally when you are honest you know the processes where you have some troubles and uh, where you have some issues and it's of course good to to start with them um and to to focus on the low-hanging fruits there to to to, to avoid some bottlenecks and so on, yeah. These are the the things we normally um, focus on when we start a new project or a new POC to make a good scoping. Um, think about the people who are involved, and at the end, um, have a good consultant who's able to understand the requirements and then um, bring them into the software um, to deliver really value and the things that are interested interesting for the for the for the stakeholders at the end. Yeah. That's
2: very very interesting thoughts. Um, you. Um... We, it, it's it's always easy to be, to get a bit technical when you talk about um, well a technical thing. <laughs> For us uh, yeah. with, right. within Drake Analytics, we are always we pay ample attention in all our products to get the end mm-hmm. user end users on board. And what are your mm-hmm. best advices on how to anchor a process mining solution and? and get the users on board in, in, in that work in order to, to, to give them this process transparency.
0: So on the one hand, it's an it's an organizational thing, honestly, how to implement um, that topic within the organization um, because you can do a bottom-up approach and start, start small with one process in one specific department. Uh, but the problem is when you then think about the end-to-end, what I told before, and you don't have management attention, and it's not that kind of top-down, uh, uh, top um, people might not have the pressure to adopt it um, as it leads to m- sometimes uh, change management as we are de- talking about processes. Yeah. So this is with the organizational thing. And the, the the other thing that you mentioned already, and that I think that's what I think one of your success factors is, as you mentioned, and, and why I think you are doing really great work is you consider the users and how they they have to work and how they they uh, they are using these kind of uh, applications. And uh, what I um, always see as an important thing is that um, we 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 need to do that the user is able to work with the software. I mean that's easy said but sometimes complicated. But and that they understand what are the KPIs telling me, um, how do I work with a process analyzer, so that they get value and information that helps them in their day-by-day business. So that means you have to figure out um, what are the day-by-day business problems they are firefighting with, and when you are able to address and to even maybe solve that problem for them, with the software, they will use it and then they will get to use to, to use it and then it will increase the value. Yeah? And that's the, the thing. And um, yeah, we are at the moment, we are re- reorganizing our, our enablement journey for customers and partners as we saw uh, that there there is still demand in, in optimizing it and it's it's a never ending story at the thing. And maybe one last thing to that, when you're doing process mining projects, it normally, it's, it's like a cycle. So you start with the scoping, you're doing some implementation, you do some process optimization, and then like, like a DMake cycle, you start. You should normally start again, have a look, how did the actions improve the process? where are still new improm- uh, improvement potentials and then st- start the itera- iteration again.
2: Uh, w- when you start up a, a process mining project, I guess you can have two scenarios. Either you have a happy path defined, you have a, a predefined process, or maybe you have no defined mm-hmm. process, and you just want to uh, n- uh, know uh, how you are working in order, maybe, to start measuring on a process. Mm-hmm. So, please, can you share with us uh, your thoughts around starting with process mining despite having mm-hmm. a fixed process, a defined process, to measure on?
0: Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's the interesting thing. You don't. I mean, as we are reconstructing the processes automatically, you you don't have to have a process model or a target process or whatever. And that's the first misunderstanding sometimes that people, when they think about process mining, they think they need to have something like that or even have a process organization or, or things like that. And the good thing is you, you, you really don't have to have that and uh, you can even use process mining to then, uh, based on that information, develop one or have it as an outcome of the pro- pro- project. And the, and the other thing is, and that's sometimes really interesting, um, uh, when you're talking with people about that topic of process mining, they sometimes say, ah, it's too, it's too early for that. We, we don't have uh, the need. We don't have these kind of processes. And when you then go a little bit deeper in the discussion with them, you, you really quickly see, okay, there, there are these processes. And normally it, today, I mean, there are some companies who are working more or less paperwork, but that's really seldom in the meantime. And uh, most of the companies are having some kind of structured IT processes. And we normally encourage um, our customers to to think about their processes, um, where do they have some pains, and then um, get starting even with a small scope um, normally you get really big value even from small use cases where you have just a couple of events or a, 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 not an end-to-end because this is another question people say ah, we have the process already in our IT system but it's not end-to-end we have a roadmap in five years we may talk again and then I say why don't you start with process mining on this segment where you have it already IT-based because I am pretty sure there is some optimization potential yeah. so no need for target processes you can just start it's easy this touches the, actually
2: the same uh, uh, phenomenon that we as BI consultants uh, quite often are are faced uh, or are put in, in before that you uh, clients or customers perhaps don't want to start measuring because the, the data quality is too poor. But that's actually, from my experience... Uh, uh, you, you won't drive data quality without starting to measure and exactly the same with processes as well
0: it's exactly the same story Absolutely exactly agreed. exactly if yeah. you don't
2: start you will never improve
0: and i mean it's the same with like eigenbi it's improving automatically the the data and the processes by starting with it uh, otherwise you wouldn't see it yeah uh,
2: so uh, how, w- how would you say uh, traditional process mapping uh, uh, compared to pr- process mining what what, uh, what are your take on, on that one
0: yeah, so I wouldn't be um, so radical to say process mapping is is not necessary anymore. Um, I think process mining can enrich that topic a lot, um, and I think the future of that that is a combination of both, um, because we we think and we see that process mining is closing the gap and the the, the challenges uh, that you have in process mapping, like unconnected to data, lots of effort for um uh, creating it and no possibility to automatically um reload it and and check if it's the um uh, fitting uh, but on the other hand of course process mining has its limits i mean we are we need the the it based uh, systems and the data and without we cannot um, um yeah use it and therefore it is a good, it is a good um, combination of both things. And I, I, what I see, I mean, you know, the, 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 the big consultancies in the world that are doing business consultancy like Deloitte or whatever, they are doing lots of process mining as it uh, enriches their their pro- projects a lot. Um, and of course, what they do is to combine it. And one really interesting use case for process mining is the so-called ERP landscape transformation. So when many companies in the in the in the moment have to switch their ERP systems to newer versions, for example, it's a specific SAP topic on the one hand, but it's even the same with Oracle, Microsoft, and so on. And of course, we can use with process mining this technology to map it to the target models and to improve the target models. So that's the way how it gets linked, and um, we see lots of process organizations. Uh, putting process mining as an additional tool in their portfolio yeah. and that's that's the yeah yeah the future. that's
2: that's a super interesting use case to use process mining in the yeah. switch of erp yeah, yeah that's
0: very very interesting
2: process mining is really big in germany but sweden and the nordics are not as mature within this area even if things are evolving fast how does uh, uh, how does a typical NPM product usually look like
0: yeah so so as I mentioned before, we start with a good scoping um, together with the with the business users um, and um, sometimes even the managers who are sponsoring the project. Um, and most of the of the implementation effort is to. Um, implement the defined events that should be measured within the process uh, so what is really crucial is when you have done the scoping to identify the relevant events that you want to consider within your processes um, because <clears throat> when you think about the classic process models like in bpm they are normally on a on a higher aggregated level um, but on the other hand in the within the it system the it system itself it's it's really raw data and what you have to do is to find uh, a good a good level of aggregation, how you want to define an event. i give you an example when we think about um, a, a purchase to pay process and you have this really simple event creation of purchase order. Um, You could separate that like create purchase order for indirect material, for direct material, for service, for whatever. Uh, But this is the the work how you then say, okay, should I aggregate it? Should I differentiate it? And how should I do it? And that's the way how the the project work. And on the other hand, beside the events, it's really important to define the relevant KPIs. And um, meaning um, we are talking not only about KPIs, but also about PPIs like process performance indicators, meaning what are the, Uh, process performance indicators that you want to measure and that gives you the information that you need to get information and then get action out of it to improve the process. And that's why we call it custom lead times for example. So uh, for example when we're talking about days of sales outstanding in an order to cash process because um, companies have often measured this in a typical BI way and now we have the timestamps so that means we can now exactly measure how are the days of sales outstanding. At every customer, at every material, at every sales department, whatever, and um, by defining these kind of KPIs, it helps a lot in the business to to bring out of the the information they need, and that's the way how the project normally runs, and um, yeah, uh, providing and this is the, the third thing maybe um, to providing the dashboards the users need. So NPM has a so-called template application that has 18 to 19 sheets already prepared, but it's really, really comprehensive. And normally we just delete everything out of it that we don't need and create custom, customer-based dashboards with the information on it they need and, it, and enhance it a little bit with their specific things uh, we don't have in the template. And that's the way how the project runs and how we at the end make, based on a fit gap analysis with the template, build uh, um, in an iterative way the the application. And, and usually
2: for a, for a new client, they can uh, uh, sign up for a yep. POC and they can
0: get a, a trial license from you exactly. for, for a period, right? Exactly. Um, because we don't want... Uh, in Germany, we say, don't buy the, the, the cat in a, in a box. <laughs> I don't know how to say that in English, but um, you can evaluate that, right? Um, and uh, together with you guys, um, uh, to, to build a prototype at the end to get to know... Um, what is the benefit what's the value how does it work um, and and um, yeah we 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 think that it's a fair and and good way for our customers and uh, to to get to use to that product and then um, make a decision if it's it's a, if it's worth worth the investment yeah. and, and, and in terms
2: of getting going uh, you, you need an event log to just to, to, to start a, a NPM project how Uh, How would you describe, what what, what data do you need when you are transforming and creating this event log? How does a client get, what do do they need to get
0: started? Um, Yeah, this event log, I mean that's really technical right now. Um, The event log is a simple table and that's the nice thing. Um, A simple table where we know or where we have the information about the so-called case ID, which represents the instance of each process like a purchase order um, position. Uh, We know Um, the activity that has been executed and the timestamp. Um, And this is a really simple table, but the effort is in providing that table. And that's the reason why we have these kind of ETL best practices. So that means our product includes um, tools and uh, best practices to transform the data quickly from the source system to the specific format as ERP systems were designed uh, years ago. So they don't have this kind of event log in place already so we have to transform it and uh, yeah, this is something where you come into 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 place and uh, um, Beside that uh, For source systems that are more or less standardized like typical ERP systems We even have business content available so that you have a kind of a quick start template Which has already all the transformation logic inside for the specific processes and that makes it even easier to start so um, this is part of the scoping, of course. Um, having a look, uh, what is already there, how is the source data structured, to then um, at the end get an effort estimation. Uh, what should, what needs to be done to get the data data in a way we need to use it. Yeah. And you, and you can
2: uh, can combine data from several source systems, right?
0: In this event. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's the uh, power um, at the end to have the end-to-end tra- process transparency so meaning not only cross functional cross departmental uh, even cross uh, systems based um, and yeah with having click as the as the technology platform we we I don't know we have more than 100 connectors within click yeah, uh, yeah. that's really a lot so we can easily connect to to additional systems and then uh, bring and transform that data in this um, Um, concatenated event log and then uh, by using that kind of functionality we have this end-to-end transparency
2: yeah Uh, many things are happening with uh, with NPM as a product right now and can you please Mm -hmm. uh, walk us through uh, the latest updates and uh, what to come with the product in in the near future
0: yeah sure I mean um, when you look at process mining um, you see that um, we are able to answer the um, what is happening Uh, Meaning, in in combination to classical BI dashboards, we we are going one step below and see every single process step. And um, what we are at the end doing in in our product development is to uh, bring functionalities that allows to answer more and more the why. Um, Meaning why are things happening and uh, what are the root causes. I mean, we have uh, last year uh, developed an automatic root cause analysis, for example. Um, that allows us to uh, identify automatically um, root causes for bottlenecks and and uh, process anomalies and all that stuff. And of course, um, this this uh, can be enhanced a lot. Um, but but these are things we are working on. On the other hand, we are working closely together with Click. Um, they, they have acquired, for example, a nice add on, um, that allows us to, uh, integrate with other systems again. So we have, um, a, a, a module called NPM execution uh, which allows us to generate actions based on specific anomalies based on specific things. And of course we, we want to not only create tasks for users to solve these problems. Um, it's, it's great to then directly execute that by, um, using different uh, endpoints and enhance directly the process. So this is something where we are, where, where we are working on and, um, they are also, so, 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 sorry, so you're really taking the next step to,
2: to, to not only measure the process, exactly. but also taking the help in the customer to also improve the process.
0: Exactly. And that's what we are calling active process intelligence. yeah So um, not on the one hand, not only having the user to search for information, but also providing information actively to them. But then the next step, even support them by doing some easy actions, um by their own and i mean um companies are dealing a lot with uh, robotic process automation for example and it's it's we can even do that already now it's it's great to integrate that different tools um within the organization with the process mining, as as processes are influencing more or less everything how organizations work yeah? and um these are these are things uh, where we are working on and um yeah, there's something going on uh, in regards to how we are discovering processes. That's That will be really, really interesting um, to have even more information about the processes within the process visualization. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's a little bit confidential right now. But uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's really, we have a big and great roadmap. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited what will, what will happen the next month. And uh, yeah, that, that it, will be cool, definitely.
2: Yeah. You, you you keep you keep us curious
0: that's yeah <laughs> it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's great <laughs> um,
2: and then I, I know of course you are doing a lot of you're releasing versions uh, uh, continuously and mm-hmm. you're updating also the uh, look and feel in the product uh, mm-hmm. with for example was it in the November release or maybe er, even earlier that you added the uh, collapse functionality so you could group ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pr- processes
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And these are the things, I mean, we are, um, as I talked about the philosophy in the beginning, uh, we are still focusing our development initiatives on the customer need and the customer value. And this this example of a grouping or having hierarchies within the processes was one outcome out of that as customers said, hey, uh, we have Uh, different levels i mean we know that in the bpn models we have different levels within our processes and some stakeholders are not interested in that detailed level of the process they just want to see for example how are the processes running between the departments so i want to collapse um the process steps to the different departments and that that is one one thing um yeah how how the kind of of customer ideas and innovation uh, drove us and uh, made us even better and and we love that i mean that's the way how we innovate as well is to 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 give everybody the opportunity to um bring his own ideas uh, be creative and then we we have a look how much what's the effort on the one hand but and how much does it improve us uh, what's the need for that but yeah that's that's um that's the thing how we how we innovate and how we um push npm forward
2: yeah, well, com- coming from Sweden, one one uh, the functionality mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. or uh, use of your product which I find very fascinating is the value stream mapping. Yeah, uh, yeah. which is great for for and uh, and uh, as in Sweden we have a lot of manufacturing industries. So so c- can you please share? Uh, uh, you, you can you can track uh, reduce waste yeah. And, yeah. and improve the production processes. Can you please share what's uh, what's uh, value stream mapping all about?
0: Yeah, I mean that's, (laughs) value stream mapping at the end um, is, uh, or the the story of value stream mapping in combination with process mining is at the end the same story like uh, business process modeling in combination with process mining. So when you look, uh, value stream mapping is 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 a way how manufacturing industries are analyzing their value streams, that's why the word is so called, within their production to see how are the materials, for example, flowing through the production. And it's done with lots of effort, lots of Excel tape, spreadsheets, and, and, and lots of stuff. And uh, we thought, hey, uh, we have the technology to discover um, process steps automatically. Why Why should we, uh, why, why we could combine that at the end? And um what we are doing with the value stream mapping within process mining is that we identified that topics and that things within value stream mapping that can be done automatically by using process mining. And of course, as you mentioned already, it's things like um, reducing waste. And that's of course about the the, um, the value stream and the flow rates at the ends. So what's the combination of idle times to productive times, for example. And there are more uh, sophisticated things like the EPI where you are where you are uh, even considering um preparation times and all that stuff and um at the end it's about optimizing the production in a process oriented way yeah? i i always compare com- uh, compare it as I did before with the business processes. I mean, in the business processes you have these kind of departments, but in the in the shop floor you even have the same kind of departments. You have separate departments that are doing separate thing, things, uh, and having an end-to-end view on the material flow is is really yeah. interesting and and has lots of value inside. And you
2: can also visualize how you move things around the shop floor, which is really interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean that's now again the big advantage by using Click uh, to combine now the geo, geo- analytics. Capabilities with a custom map which represents the shop floor and then visualizing the value stream even um, geographically. And this, at the end, it's about what needs the user to understand what is happening in their processes. And of course, we didn't honestly use that kind of uh, geo mapping not for the value stream, we use it for logistical processes uh, to visualize for a customer how the pick and pack process in his outbound delivery works. And then we thought, hey, we could use that in the same way for the value stream within the shop floor. And yeah, I mean that's uh, that's the nice thing. Um, how by by combining NPM with Click, we can use the entire Click stack for um, all the all the all the requirements that we have. You know?
2: Yeah, uh, Mirac as a company has been very successful with NPM. Uh, how how would you describe Mirac as a company and and mm-hmm. your company culture and how are you staying this innovative?
0: Yeah. Um, so so when I started at Maverick, we were a kind of reselling company. Yeah? And uh, why I started there, I mean I'm a, I'm a tech guy, uh, of course. But uh, why I started there, that I understood the business model is really interesting, as we we are helping customers with a combination of solutions at the end to uh, to gain better business processes. And the reason why MPM exists is that I had the opportunity to spend a certain amount of my uh, time in the job to, to do something beside my core topic, yeah? So that means um, our founders were always very open-minded for new ideas. And we did some other things before we did NPM. So uh, honestly, it was not the first thing we started. So one of the things I, I did as well was to, to provide a connector for Qlik to, to be able to consume cloud data sources from uh, SAP which was not possible in 2013, for example. And by having this freedom and being self-responsible a little bit with your time and uh, having this kind of, of, of um, yeah, t- time to do something by your own is the way how we still work. So for me, it's important that within, within our team, of course, we have our roadmap and we have our tickets and we are a little bit more structured than a couple of years ago but we have still the opportunity everybody has the opportunity to to bring his own ideas to to make some kind of little prototype um so and this this helps us to continuously um innovate and on the other hand that's really really important um of course we have our developers um within npm but um we also have our developers that are also consultants. So that means, um, and we we still want to keep that. So that means um, we have people who are involved in both. And it is always really, really good to, to, have the people who are developing a product on the customer side so that they get the customer feedback directly if something they develop is good or not. And it said, But it has a positive effect because they know it gets used and how it gets used. And this, again, brings new ideas how to improve it. And uh, having this kind of um, mixed um, groups and, and having mixed roles with our, an organization, I think this is another key topic. Uh, how to innovate as you if you don't have these narrow-minded people you have these open-minded wide wide range of, of vision and um, not everybody uh, has has a cross-functional role I think this wouldn't work as well we have really developers that are only developing and on the same way consultants that are only doing consultancy but we have people uh, like I am one as well who is doing both and this is something which which is then um, assuring that the customer feedback and customer innovation, is finding the way into our product developing and at the end helps other customers and partners as well
2: yeah. that so, so, sounds like a great uh, setup uh, I know that you have won some awards and g- got some recognition can, can, you, yeah. can you please share with us
0: <laughs> sure sure yeah I mean um, on the one hand we have won uh, the click innovation award um, t- uh, two years ago we won the, the, the German or Dach, DACH region award for innovation and we are really really proud that we have received the the global innovation award last year um, it was only a really big pity that we couldn't take this award in person in us due to COVID, uh, because that would have been a great party i think um, but yeah that this is something we are really proud and and another award uh, what i could highlight is the conformance checking award um, so In the in the process mining or not in the meantime not but uh, when we started with process mining there were some dedicated vendors and we were some kind of a of a of a small vendor uh, I would say a really hidden champion yeah but um, no we were not that well known in the in the community of process mining and um, there was the first um, process mining conference in uh, 2019 I think. And uh, we participated in the conformance checking challenge. So there you got a, uh, it was a really yeah, academic paper that you had to had to write. And um, yeah, we, we directly won this award against all the old dedicated process mining vendors. And that was a huge surprise for us, but also for all the others. And uh, um, at, at the end, it's the proof uh, that our conformance checking is... Um, it's really powerful on the one hand, but we have a different approach. It's really technical to explain that, but at the end uh, we are leveraging the click in, mem- in memory engine and performance uh, with a combination of the of the target processes. And that's a really big big thing. Um, and we have some conformance checking 2.0 in the pipeline, so stay curious. <laughs> we are curious. Uh, we will even <laughs> enhance that. Uh- <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Uh, and I know you have been a Click Luminary. Yeah, I I have a Click Luminary in 2020, uh, but now I'm not sure. They maybe they, maybe they are changing the system, so uh, that's why there are no luminaries announced for 2021 right now. And there were no application, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, for for one year I'm now really really proud. I never thought that I could uh, become one, because that's a really big honor in the Click uh, universe. Uh, I think there are only 120 people worldwide who are Click luminaries, and there are thousands of. Uh, um applications each year i think yeah so that's a great i mean at the end it's not the status to have that it's it's um the network you get um and on the other hand um an even closer relationship with click with the click development which is helping us as a company as well to have some some um previous insights about developments to have some close relations to really great guys in the luminary community uh honestly i mean they're they are really, really innovative people and it's it's a great, great community, yeah.
2: Thank you so much, Constantin, for taking the time to talk to me today. Is it anything more you want to add before we wrap this up?
0: Yeah, thank you, Per, it was a pleasure. <laughs> I, I just want to thank, say thank you for our partnership. I mean, uh, uh, when you look back, as I mentioned before, you, you never thought uh, that we would have an, a partner in Sweden and uh, by having a, a joint customer, we got to know each other and i like our partnership a lot as it's it's a, as it's really uh, fruitful and we are, have a great combination so thanks for your for your time and for all the effort you put in npm uh, we really highly appreciate that and i think we have great customer stories and it's great talking to you and uh, yeah maybe some at some at some time, I can uh, travel to Sweden and visit you. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, uh, let us see when this will be possible again. <laughs> I yes. Don't know.
2: yes. you. You can, you can. take your your, your sailboat. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah see, I, when, I would when, plan that yeah. when you are ent- also entered allowed to step out of yeah. the boat and into the country. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah we're we're, we're, we're <laughs> For su- sure. We're super proud to be a partner to you, and I, I really appreciate uh, this uh, conversation. Same here. Take care and
0: talk soon. Stay, take care, bye bye. Cheers.
1: Drake Analytics is a BI and AI consulting firm that helps organizations become more data-driven with strategic use of data. We cover every aspect of data analytics and supply our customers with expert knowledge in business intelligence, advanced analytics and process mining you mm-hmm.